Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Basefish Mafia. Basefish Mafia is an NFT that is a unique and non-interchangeable unit of data stored on a digital ledger. NFTs can be used to represent easily reproductive items such as photos, videos, audio, and other types of digital files as unique items. For more information, make sure you follow them on all social media platforms. Basefish Mafia, join the family. Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve your ultimate prize. Defense wants championships. Pride and passion meet success. You gotta love what you do. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. And we are back. Thank you so much for listening to the East West Football Podcast. I am Fidel Barraza. Alongside with me, like always, Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley. What's going on, guys? Doing great, man. I hope everybody out there is great. It feels so good to be back, man. I mean, we took a little bit of vacation. I hope you guys forgive us, man. But we're back, you know. And, uh, man, what a year, man. What a year of football. And let's get right into it. Another crazy weekend in the NFL with Week 10 uh, outcomes that we weren't expecting to happen. Uh, let me get your guys' thoughts on Week 10. If anything, uh, I'll go first. If anything, Week 10 just showed us that you cannot really trust that anybody right now is is running away with the division. Um, it is it is up for grabs almost in every division. And right when you think you 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 have selected the right team to win, they go and let they let you down, man. <laughs> so I mean, that's kind of like my biggest takeaway is that right now we really don't know who's going to run away with it and who's going to be in the Super Bowl right now, which makes it kind of fun at the same time. My biggest takeaway from Week Ten is: was there any more weirder game than Green Bay or Seattle? Seattle couldn't even put up, couldn't even score any points, and Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay they didn't look the best. I mean, I think they put up what seventeen points. I think. Yeah, seventeen. So, yeah, and Seattle put up a goose egg, a big goose egg on the on the scoreboard. So that was just that was that was a weird guy. I thought that was gonna be like a like a 34-24 game. So that's the game that really stood that's what stood out to me from um, Well, I mean, if you're saying weird, don't go any further than the Lions and the Steelers and then oh, tying. What a crazy yeah. game. <laughs> it looked like nobody wanted to win on that one. Yeah, and obviously uh the Steelers were what they were without Big Ben. Uh, he tested positive for COVID. He's still he might not play this week either. So Mason Rudolph was in there uh for him and um then and then there ended up being a tie. It was just a weird game. Uh sixteen all and and yeah, just in typical Lions fashion, uh they can win the game. 
It was weird, man. I mean, I I hope they're not that team that goes, you know, two times that go oh and well this year it'll be oh and seventeen. But I mean, that would be crazy if they if they're the first team to ever accomplish that feat, right? Which is completely no wins. That's just insane. Yeah, and then also the Tampa Bay Buccaneers losing to the Washington football team too. Man, yeah, but it came, it came with a it came with a loss too, right? They yeah. lost uh, Chase Young, second year. Uh, you know, I mean, he's second year in the league. He looked promising. I know the defense looked like it took a step back, but I mean, it was a great win for the Washington football team, though. Yeah, that's two in a row for Tampa, especially when they um, you know, they lost to the Saints. Brady had a terrible performance, and then they coming off a of bye, had a week to prepare. And then they came, and he had another bad performance. Made a little bit of a run late, but I mean, I, I mean, Tampa's struggling right now. They got a couple injuries though. They got they about to get a couple guys back for next week against um, on Monday night against the Giants. So I think they'll be all right. Yeah, I'm not worried about the Buccaneers at all. I think they get back uh, back on track next week. Uh, let's talk about Cam Newton uh, being re-signed by the Carolina Panthers, and he had a huge game. Um, you know, and obviously uh, when he scored the first touchdown, uh, he said, "I'm back." You know, so that that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, man. Uh, and he even had a passing touchdown to Robbie Anderson, yep. too. So, I mean, it, it, it's a totally different vibe from the Robbie Anderson we saw the week before yelling at Sam Darnold to I don't know if you saw the, the, the post game, you know, <laughs> the post game with Cam and Robbie. They're having fun. I mean, that, that looked like a totally different Robbie, man. So I think that if anything, it the the NFL needed Cam. I mean, we need Cam Newton in the in the in the league. He's still he's he's right there in that prime age, you know. He can still he can still do a lot of things with the football that most quarterbacks cannot do for you, and uh, his personality, man. I mean, he just kind of carries this exudes of confidence and gives you the best uh, your best opportunity to win. But at the same token, that's what's got him hurt, and uh, some people he just rose people the wrong way because he has charismatic uh, personality. Yeah, speaking of Robbie S, I was at that game when he blew up on the sideline to Sam Dog. That was that was ugly. I was not not I wasn't I wasn't too far from it down here in Carolina where they played the Patriots. But yeah, Cam looked good for the short amount of time we've seen him. I believe he's probably gonna start this week against Washington. Yeah. So um I mean he just that team just needs some energy. And Carolina, they're not a bad team. They're right there about the middle of the paint. They just they need they need a few more things, and I think they'd be all right, but Cam's going to bring us – he brings a spark to that team. You hear what McCaffrey said. He brings a spark to it. And, I mean, they, they, and they, they're they still in the playoff contention. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of teams that are still in the playoff contention. Just, I mean, it's just crazy because the thing we were talking about this earlier, I think this is the first year in a long time that there's not a clear-cut number one team in the NFL. It's just so weird, man. <laughs> and then, you know, we got to talk about the Patriots. They, they you know – they gave the Browns a beatdown, forty-five to seven. I mean, Mac Jones looked incredible. Uh, Browns, I mean, they're not looking so good now. No, they're, no, they're not. Man, but I mean, they 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 were kind of having an up and down season uh, from the last three games. Yeah. Uh, but they they started off they started off pretty good. And then I don't know, man, just started kind of. They, they started kind of going in and out, and then they had a good game, and they want to blame it on Aldell Beckham Jr. And then, I mean, look at – I mean, what happened now? Yeah. And then also, too, um, Vikings going into L.A. and being the Chargers as well. I mean, obviously, Minnesota has been in a lot of close games. 
Yeah, that shocked me right there, man. Um, Minnesota going into LA beating them. Minnesota's one of those crazy teams. You just don't know what to expect on a week to week basis. <laughs> you don't know what is it the team going to show up that couldn't beat Cooper Rush or the team going to show up that the ones that just beat the Chargers. They just don't know what to expect from them. It's it's nuts, right? Because I mean, though they they're they're, they're dealing with a distraction <clears throat> with the whole Dalvin Cook situation. Uh, we don't have to get into details, but I mean, this team has they have they have the offensive power to compensate what they lack in defense. And I mean, when you have a a, a receiver like Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and even a running back like Dalvin Cook, I mean, it doesn't really take that much. And then I mean that 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 tight end Tyler Con- Con- Conklin, he's been stepping up too. So. It's it's an unusual situation. Um, I don't know. We talk, we talked to Charlie, right? A uh, part of the uh, East West family, and, and we asked him because he's a big Vikings uh, guy, and he just says maybe it's time for a new coach to change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, and that might be the case at the end of the year if they don't make the playoffs. Because I believe if Mike Zimmer is going to keep his job, this team has to make the playoffs. Man, and Mike Zimmer's been one of my favorite coaches, man. He, he's part of, he was part of the Cowboys, man. He was defensive coordinator when Dion was around. So, oh, well, we'll see what happens. And, of course, we got to talk about the Sunday night football game. Obviously, Chiefs crushing the Raiders 41-14. Um, the game was back and forth for a little bit in the first half and then also in the third quarter. Uh, the turning point of the game, I think, is uh, when Deshaun Jackson catches the ball and then he makes like a spin move. So avoid the defender, gets the ball punched out, and it's uh fumble recovered by Tyron Matthew. And, uh, yeah, it was over after that. Yeah, it looks like the Chiefs might be might be back, man. They won't dare for low. They might be on their way back. Um, this, that was a weird play. Deshaun, I don't know if he forgot where he was at or where, where he was headed or what. So it, I, it was... I think he was just trying to avoid the defender to score the touchdown. Um, but, I mean, at that point, just doing too much. I mean, but this guy, I mean, the last time he fumbled was back in 2010, so he doesn't do it often. Yeah. I mean, I feel it, man. I, I, I know, I know, you know, the Raiders, Fidel's your team, and, man, they, they, they have the tools in place. But, you know, obviously, you know, maybe some, some you know, I just think that, Sometimes you guys are just maybe one playmaker on defense and and a consistent playmaker on offense away from being a team that can just be there. I mean, look, you guys had or number one in the division for a while. Yeah. So it's very frustrating when we see the Raiders pull out something like this. I think if anybody had the, the opportunity to, you know, put that in the coffin for the Chiefs, it was the Raiders. Uh, but, you know, the Chiefs kind of came ready for this one. Yeah, uh, but obviously this this division is still very tight uh, with the Chargers losing, um, the Chiefs losing the games in the year on the first half of the year. Uh, so I mean, the division is anything but over yet. But um, if the Raiders don't get their act together, it is going to be over soon, and yeah. it's a must-win game against the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. Coming up next. We will take a look at the NFL playoff picture as it stands right now. And also, we will preview Thursday Night Football between the New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons. Stick around. All right, let's take a look at the playoff picture, and we'll start out with the AFC. So we got Tennessee at one, and then we we have Buffalo at two, Ravens at three, Kansas City at four, Pittsburgh at five, New England at six, 
Uh, L.A. Chargers at the seventh seed. And on the bubble, you got the Cincinnati Bengals at eight, the Raiders at nine, and the Colts at ten. So let's start out with this conference, fellas. Who do you guys see making the actual playoffs? Or who do you see or maybe a team that's in the in the hunt right now that potentially might fall off? Man, right there, I mean, I, I, I would I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say the Chargers, man. The Chargers, when I when I see what I see on tape with the Chargers, I don't really I mean, <clears throat> dang, they have all the talent in the world, man. Uh, but I think they just came came away with some COVID uh some COVID they're gonna miss out some some key players on defense with Joey Bosa and Jerry Tillery. So these game these couple games are gonna are are gonna be there uh that are very important. Uh so I don't know the way the Chargers have been up and down. I don't really see them um like if if it was to start I guess soon yeah okay they're in but down the line I don't think the Chargers are gonna make it in from from this one. Um surprisingly we we're seeing the Bengals there in the hunt i i, I kind of feel a little bit more comfortable with the raiders actually taking that seat at the seventh spot um i just think that Derek Carr is just a fighter man and uh i think the Chargers are still young you know with the quarterback at hand and the Bengals are, are still young with uh, joe burrow and you know I, i've been on record saying joe burrow is my favorite quarterback right now in the nfl I actually think the Chargers will make it. I think the Steelers are going to drop out. That's, that's what I think. I think with the COVID, with Big Ben going to be out a couple of games, they are they preparing Rudolph to start this week. I think they're going to fall back, and I think the Chargers will get in. The Steelers will not be out. It's still a little early. We're about to be at Thanksgiving next week. But I think over the next month or so, we're going to see the Chargers make another run to get back in, and I think the Steelers are going to take a fall. Yeah, I'm not I'm not trusting the Steelers yet either. Well, um, I mean, who's who? Who's gonna come over with that the division? It's easy to say the Ravens, right? So, I mean, the way the Steelers have been playing right now, it. I mean, the only the only the only reason that they're still in these games is because of that rookie running back, Najee Harris, is carrying that team on his on his shoulders practically, and of course T.J. Watt. And then was T.J. Watt hurt? Yeah, he's he's yeah he's gonna get a or he might have already gotten an MRI on his hip, and I believe it was a knee as well. So you you know you need you need him on your defense. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> to me, the team that might that I might see dropping out it's Pittsburgh or the LA Chargers. I mean, everyone else is pretty well set in stone, but we might see some movement as far as the seating goes with the divisional winners going up or you know coming down. So like with Tennessee, I mean, they're obviously they're on the driver's seat right now to win the AFC South. Um, Buffalo. It, the culture, Buffalo, the big, the culture, the their biggest, you know, that's their biggest threat, right? But yeah. I mean, do you trust Carson Wentz enough? You know what I mean? That's that's hard thing. But what they, say, beat, they beat the coach twice. They swept the season series with the coach. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the the AFC South is pretty much wrapped up now. This is where things start getting uh, interesting. The AFC East, we got mm-hmm. Buffalo sitting at six and three. New England is at six and four. Uh, they still play twice. Um, in the regular season. So I think I look, I picked New England and win this division before the season started. And I'm going to stick with that pick. Um, I just, Buffalo seems different this year than what they were last year. And it's very interesting, man, because Buffalo added some key pieces that they needed on defense for them to be kind of having these type of games. Um, you know, and, and a lot of it, a lot of the pressure is going to fall back on, on, uh, on, Josh Allen, you know what I mean? Because Josh Allen, 
is playing his backyard type of football. And he can't be doing that in the NFL. Completely agree. All right, let's move along to the NFC side of things. So we got the Packers at one. We got the Arizona Cardinals at two. Cowboys at three. Bucks at four. The Rams at five. The Saints at six. And the Carolina Panthers. Don't look now, but the Panthers do have the final playoff uh, spot at this moment. And then on the bubble, we got the Minnesota Vikings at eight. 49ers at nine. And the Atlanta Falcons at 10. And they have a huge matchup with the New England Patriots this Thursday. Let's go a little bit up on the uh, let's go up on, on on those that you just mentioned right now. So right there, man, that 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 sweet spot, the Saints and the Panthers, man. Can can we trust them? You know what I mean? Can we trust both teams? Now I know we just talk, we just talked about earlier about Cam coming back, you know, uh, coming back and and looking, you know, rejuvenated, recharged, or whatever the words you want to use, uh, but. Dang, let me ask both of you this question right now. Can you honestly trust the Saints? No. No, not with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. I think they they lost two in a row. They lost to the Falcons. Then you just lost to the Titans. Uh, both close games, but I just – I don't trust the Saints right now. They're going to – they if I pick the Steelers and take a fall in the AFC, I think the Saints going to be my team to take a fall in the NFC. Let me let me ask you this, this uh, controversial question to both of you. Do you feel that they should have moved in on Cam before the Panthers did? Yes. Yes. And do you think if that if they did, do you think OBJ would have been a saint? Possibly yes. if they would have got the money yes. right. Well, I mean, the Rams seem to ha- show the, the NFL that there is no such thing as a salary cap. But I'm just saying, I think if the Saints really wanted to, to make that push, they have the defense, man, but that offense is just not clicking. Camaro's out right now. I think he's yeah. also dealing with an injury. injury. Yeah. And Michael Thomas is ruled out. Yeah, so, he's out. He's out I mean, for the rest of the year. You got Michael Calloway. Um, so who, so if really the Saints good. don't get in, it. so if we got the Saints and the Panthers at six and seven. Well, look, the, Bucca- the-, the Buccaneers are, are, are in their division. So Yes, but yeah. so who from the hunt is going to take over the six or the seven seed? Oh, look, look, the 49ers, man. Look, I think the Minnesota Vikings, and and I was telling you guys earlier, they've been in a lot of close games. Uh, They beat the Chargers this past Sunday. I like where Minnesota is at if they're able to close out games. And I know a couple weeks back, they should have beat Baltimore in overtime, but they didn't. And they've had these weird games this year. I like Minnesota. I really do. Out of all these teams right here, I can definitely see Minnesota making the playoffs. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give credit where credit is due, man. I mean, if you if you looked at the way, I mean, just look at the way Cal Shanahan schemed up his offense, man. They took it and they phased out Jalen Ramsey completely out of the game. And you know, it doesn't matter what the, what the Shanahan. I mean, whatever running back is gonna play. I know that that you know the the that promising rookie that got Elijah Mitchell broke his finger. Yeah, broke his finger, but apparently he's gonna play. Uh, well, they're 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 saying it looks like he's gonna play, but still, it, it doesn't matter. He has turned almost every running back. I mean, does anybody remember the name Raheem Mostert? You know what I mean? Yeah, so, he's out for the year as well. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, but you know, it it doesn't matter. Whoever's running the ball, they're gonna do good. I think that the 49ers are are starting to. I, I know at the beginning of the year, we even talked to Matt Mayoko and he said that the uh, Super Bowl was was 
was very, that was the goal. Yeah, and not only that, but he said he could oversee, he can see that happening, and you know he kind of had me buy into this. But I mean, the 49ers hadn't been playing some good ball lately, but that was a very convincing win that they had. Whoops. And if Kyle Shanahan can scheme up his team, now keep in mind, I understand that um, um, Debo was not healthy. Uh, was it for the last two weeks up until this game he was he was yeah. healthy so i think that you know if if they can continue on this pattern i think that they're a team that's gonna you know replace the panthers uh or the saints and that and 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 that six and seven seed and i can i can see the vikings as well kind of punching it in i trust the vikings a little bit more than i do the saints right now now uh, the saints have a great defense if the saints if the Vikings had the Saints defense, I think it would be a different story, right? Yeah. Or and, vice versa. And so let's just go through the Niners schedule real quick. So they have Jacksonville on um, on Sunday in Jacksonville. And then they play Minnesota at home. And then they got Seattle, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Tennessee, Houston, and they'll wrap up the season at SoFi Stadium against the Rams. Dang. I mean – there's some games in there that look kind of like. I think you know. I think the Four Niners can make a run. I think they're gonna. I think the Saints gonna drop out. I think San Fran's gonna get in there. Hey, they have some pretty good games there, but dang, some of those other games are gonna be. Oh man, that I mean, they they got to face off against the Rams again. I'm pretty sure the Rams are gonna be ready this time. If the team that showed up Monday night shows up for the rest of this year, they'll get in there. Who's your Who's your Who's your favorite from the NFC right now? My favorite in the NFC, both of y'all. I'm asking. Like uh, as far as like the best team in that conference, uh, it, it could be any conference. Like which team right now are you trusting in, in the NFC? If I'm gonna trust a team in the NFC, it's got to be the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I mean, the I... only hiccup they have, I mean, when they they would have beat Kansas City, I believe if Aaron Rodgers would have played. But obviously, mm-hmm. we know what happened with COVID and whatnot. Like they handled the, the Seahawks seventeen to zero. I mean, I know Russ is coming back from an injury. But you still – that's pretty impressive right there. Now, they are going to be hurting without Aaron Jones. He's probably going to be out three to four weeks. Uh, but Dylan is a good running back, and I yes. think he's going to be able to carry the load. The only reason I, I asked that, because the Cardinals kind of completely took us by storm, but is is Kyler really the it factor for them? And if Kyler comes back, is are, are the Cardinals, uh, you know, a team that we have to take, you know, into – you know, I for sure I understand the Cowboys that the way it looks, they're gonna they're gonna run away. The, with the conference NFC. is pretty much wrapped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah because I mean the, the other teams, uh, the Giants, the yeah. Red, the Washington Football Team, and uh, of course the Eagles. I mean, right now they're they're kind of like they're in a transition period. So I think right now the Cowboys don't think that that's really helped them out. Is that came back healthy and uh, I mean that, that offense is loaded. Yeah, man. and that defense is starting to play some some good ball. I don't know, man. I mean, I think that this is going to be a good test for the Cowboys this week that we have. I mean, they're going to face off against, you know, the Chiefs who have been in back-to-back Super Bowls. So there's going to be a good test. I think that this will answer a lot of a lot of questions, and maybe who knows is going to change maybe your 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 way of thinking, Fidel, as far as far as you know, maybe you can name them as as your as a favorite to to punch in, and uh, maybe maybe make a good run into into the uh, postseason. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. the Cowboys have been playing great. Don't get me yeah. wrong. They're, I think they're one of the top teams in the NFC. Uh, but as far as trusting a team, I just – I got to go with the Packers. It's hard, to cu- it's, hard to, it's hard to count out Aaron Rodgers, man. You blink and that Hail Mary Scott Burke gets out or, 
or he or they're back in field goal range, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm I mean, going go with Green Bay too. The, the only difference is this year is I think in other years that defense is playing good. And they're playing very, very yeah. good. And let, let's let's talk about something that maybe not a lot of people were talking about. Mason Crosby, he's been struggling, man. He had a field goal that he missed um during the game last weekend against Seattle. If if there is an Achilles heel on this team, it's gonna be that kicker. I think I think you're right because if you look at if you look at it, have you noticed? I mean, okay, I mean, we didn't really ask who do you trust the most right now from the AFC, but right now, have you noticed that the Ravens' offense has been playing a little bit more confidently, and and I think that they're taking that approach. And I think I heard it somewhere else. I, I just don't remember where. And and when you see it on tape, it, it looks it almost looks like they're telling Lamar get get us to the thirty, get us to the forty yard line because no matter what, Justin Justin Tucker can seal the yeah. deal. And you know that takes a lot of pressure off yeah. of Lamar. But but, you know but I, mean? I mean, and Jared, the other thing we gotta we gotta see also from last weekend's game, I believe Miami blitzed their safeties twenty four times throughout that game. So moving forward. It's going to be very interesting to see how teams are going to start to, you know, to cover the uh, Ravens offense. If yeah. they're going to follow that same blueprint uh, that, that the Dolphins had. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, most definitely. But I was just kind of saying, I, I can see what you're saying with Mason Crosby, man. I mean, yeah. he had been one of one of one of the better kickers in the NFL for, for some time. And for a while, he's, he's got some miles on him. Yeah, he does. And he's up there in age, man. I mean, he's right there, right behind Aaron Rodgers. Uh, no, he's older than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, um, are they about the same age? I'm, 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 I'm sorry. But uh, getting back on subject, I mean, you need a kicker, man. You need that kicker because, you know, if you if if that defense steps up and stops you, those three points can be so crucial. I mean, they're so crucial when you need three points and the game is still relatively close. I mean, three points is three points, and sometimes. You need two field goals to seal the deal, yeah. you know. And if you don't, if you don't come away with one of those two, then it's, it's going to be big. So I'll tell you this: I mean, if anything, Aaron Rodgers has answered the bill, and if and if that starts happening, Aaron Rodgers is going to just take over that game, and he'll and he'll and he'll he'll punch it in some way, somehow. Well, I mean, since you asked about the NFC, let's talk about the AFC again, really quick. Let's as do far it. As, like, who do you guys trust? Nobody. <laughs> Man, if I'm you had a, if you had to pick one. Who you oh man! Oh man! man. I'm, I'm gonna go with, and this is gonna hurt me, but I'm going with I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. I know they had a stinker to a couple weeks ago against Jacksonville or whatnot, but I'm gonna go. I'm I'm going with Buffalo. I, I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I mean, dang it, man! I I I don't like what the Chiefs have done this season, uh, but I have to go with the Chiefs. They just know how to win. Um, I, I just think that right now Ravens, oh, man, they're doing so good. Buffalo was doing so good and, and they, 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 they throw up stinkers and, and it makes you second guess yourself. Like, dang, they're, they're taking steps back instead of continuing on that, on that road that they had, you know? Well, this might shock you guys, but I'm going to go with the New England Patriots and Bill. I trust nice. Now hear me out. They've been playing great defense. Uh-huh. Running game has been great. Mac Jones has been very good. Not doing too much, not doing too less. Just seeing, you Efficiency. know, exactly. Um, not turning the ball over. So if I had to trust a team in the AFC, it's got to be the Patriots. Man, but get to get to the Super Bowl, it's crazy, man. It's uh, it's I yeah, mean, we, we've seen I'll, crazier things happen, though. Well, you really right, have. 
and 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 that was my next point but uh great point you know i i think that if anything i i think that the patriots are they're they're set for the next 10 years with what they did with mac jones and christian barrymore on you know solidifying that offense and defense and kendall can answer it can add to it do you know who this team reminds me of this team uh, reminds me of the Carolina Panthers team with Jake DeLome uh, that went to the Super Bowl and played against the New England Patriots. Mm, nice one, man. I still remember that team. It kind of reminds me of the older Patriots um, during Tom Brady's first couple of years. That's what it reminds me of. That team too, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's well said. Good yeah. defense. They're not going to kill themselves. They're going to run the football. Quarterback's going to make the plays when they're there. I mean – I like it, man. If anything, I think that Mac Jones extended Bill Parcells, and, and we need Bill Parcells in the league, man. We need him. I mean, because Bill Parcells is getting up there in age, but dang, I think he may. I think he he just added like maybe like five more years to Bill Bill Par, uh Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. I don't even know why I said Bill Parcells. <laughs> uh, and I was waiting for Kendall to correct me. Uh, but anyways, <clears throat> I think he he had it. He had it years to Bill Belichick's uh, career there, man. I think that. It, they look sharp, man, and, and like what you said earlier, the efficiency there. I mean, they're a team that we you have to respect right now. Yeah, and of course, this, I mean, this is the playoff picture as we're talking on July or July. I don't know why I'm saying July, November sixteenth. <laughs> so obviously, there there is going to be some movement. Teams are going to be moving around, um, but I mean, as far as right now, these are the the playoff seating. So, I mean, uh, look, luckily, right? I mean. We can we can we can say that it is we we should expect the Ravens, the Bills, the Chiefs, uh, for sure to be in the playoffs. I mean that 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 should be something that we feel good about. I, I, and obviously the Titans, right? And this is divisionally wise. Um, so those teams we should see in the playoffs. Um, just because of the 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 the. Uh, the talent that they have on these teams. I mean, offensively and defensively. Yeah. Uh, the Titans are a little bit more shaky, but, I mean, that that division they're playing in, it's kind of like almost given to them. Let's preview Thursday night football action between the New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons. This is a rematch from Super Bowl 51. Of course, you guys remember the game, 23, and the Patriots came back and won the game. It was a crazy game, man. I mean, that was the Falcons Super Bowl, man. They left it on the table. The Patriots are currently seven-point favorites against the Falcons. And uh, Cordell Patterson, he's dealing with an ankle injury. He is going to be a game-time decision. So um, that's going to be a big loss if we cannot play for the Falcons uh, tomorrow night. Well, it's going to be an interesting game. Patriots, we're coming off a dominated performance to the Browns. The um, Falcons are coming off a bad performance to the Cowboys. So it's kind of like two teams that are heading in two different directions. Patriots are coming off, of, you know, it'd be a short week. And Matt Jones during his um his press conference that afternoon, he said something. This is this is the quickest turn rate he's, he's ever had for a game. So I think it's it has trap game written all over it. But we know Bill Belichick will have his squad ready. I think we're gonna get off to a slow start, but I think um as we get to as we get to about the third or fourth quarter, we're going to pull away from them. But we're just gonna have to um because we don't see Atlanta a lot. We see them in the Super Bowl, and we saw them the season I think the year after that or the year. Or two years out there, we've seen them again, but this is an unfamiliar opponent. So we're just gonna have to we, we're gonna have to just keep the momentum going for these past few games. And we've been averaging thirty points our last three games. 
So and so that, that we're, we've been balling, but we just got to got to keep it going, keep the foot on the pedal, and just pull through this game. Because the good thing after this game, we got we got an extra. If we don't have a bye week. We got like ten days off because we plan on plan on Thursday. So we got we got a good amount of days off to get ready for Tennessee. But one game at a time, I think we'll beat we'll beat Atlanta. And I'm gonna go with a final score of I'm gonna go twenty nine to seventeen Patriots. Yeah, um, I mean. When you got Bill Belichick, right? And I said that right this time. <laughs> uh, when you got Bill Belichick, man, he's going to see what you've been doing, you know, what you've been doing all season long. I mean, he he's that type of coach. And, I mean, right now what you have is you have a, you have a Falcons team that's kind of in the middle of – it's kind of like in the middle of the end and the start of a new beginning type deal. Um that team is kind of lost, man. I mean, it, it, it's unfortunate, right? Because Calvin really had probably one of the best years last season. And um, and right now, he's not playing ball right now. Um, you know, and, and I hope he gets better, man. And, and I really do mean that sincerely. I think we all three can, uh, you know, we can all attest to, you know, we understand um, and give him respect for what he's going through. And we wish him nothing yeah. but the best. But this Falcons team, and I, I, it's, it's so, it's so disappointing because they had the opportunity to kind of have that, that set off, you know, that that kind of that Patriots type of set off. They had Justin Fields right there in their hands, and they elected to go with Cal Pitts, and uh, I mean, and and it's hard because you really can't put the finger on anybody. Can you put the finger on Matt Ryan? It's hard. I, I mean. It takes a lot, right? Because Matt Ryan's a smart quarterback. He's not. He's never been reckless with the ball. Uh, when he had the weapons, like you know, healthy Julio, and you know, let's go back to you know, uh, oh man, what's his name? Gonzo- Tony Gonzalez. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When he had when he had all these weapons, I mean, he was he was able to do this. But you know, you got a new coach. Um, you got Ar- what's his name? Arthur. Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. And uh, you're bringing him in, and he's coming off of the the Tennessee style of, of running the ball and you know set up that play action. But I mean, they weren't known to air that ball out, so it just looks like a team that's kind of lost. So I think if anything, the Patriots should win. Uh, the only thing is, is there's something wrong with these Thursday night games, man? There's always some kind of uh, some kind of <laughs> mist or some kind of cloud that hangs over these games, and they're just ugly, low scoring games, uh, regardless. I, I don't I don't uh, it could it could either be the Patriots winning by a field goal or the Patriots winning in a landslide. That's what I'm expecting. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say Patriots are gonna win big this Thursday. This trend that we see of these teams that are not supposed to win win these games, I think it's over Thursday. I think the Patriots are gonna go to Atlanta and they're gonna dominate the Falcons. Give me a final score for Dale. Uh let's let's do 35-14. No, I said 29 to 17. Believe I'm gonna go 31 17. Oof. I guess I'll give you a score. Give me uh let's say Mac throws two touchdowns. So that's 14. Stevenson uh punches it in for one. That would make it 21. Uh give it give me 21 to 10. Patriots. Patriots. All right. And with that being said, thank you everyone out there for listening to us. 
Uh, we'll be back next week to review week 11 in the NFL. Sounds crazy to say, but we're uh, more than halfway done with the season already. Uh, Till then, uh, have a good night. Have a great week, and we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.